welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by Charles Jamat, and I'm joined by Andy Kane. Andy made me laugh right before we started. It's not fair. Because you tried to silence me. He, he chided him. Like As I was expressing uh, my joy. And um, you're a monster. Mm-hmm. You're a monster. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Listen, I am not a monster, okay? I should tell you all that I begin this podcast with tears in my eyes. You guys, have you ever watched Korean dramas? Yep. Is this... Okay. Have you ever wa- I, I'm aware of them. I haven't really ever found one that like clicked with me. Well, we all know I'm a sucker for lawyers, right? You finally watch Extraordinary Attorney Woo? What? Yes, I did. <laughs> I've heard good things about that one. Yeah, um, really good one. I enjoyed it a lot. And then that led me into uh, Vincenzo, which is what I'm watching right now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all I mean to say is I just watched this very melodramatic scene. And um, it was so beautiful that tears were flowing from my eyes. I don't know what's happened to me, guys. Andy, Andy do you want to know who else is into Korean dramas? Tell me. My father. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Wait, what is he watching? I don't know. Whatever's on Netflix and Hulu. He's like, James, have you seen this? I was like, no, Dad. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, tell him about Vincenzo. I'm sure he's I watched mean, it he already. He watched it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary Tourney Woo is on Netflix. Vincenzo's on Netflix. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. I would have preferred it spend a little bit more time in the courtroom, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, there's just a scene between his mother, the mother and his son, her son and just, who boy. I don't know. It's, it's It was just very funny when the man was like, anime, huh? All right. <laughs> and now I talked to him on the phone. He's like, ah, oh, this is great, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the same damn thing, Dad. He's like, ah, it's different. <laughs> well, can you ask your father something, though? Is it just me or is like 10% of all these shows just in slow motion? Like just random times it'll just go into slow motion if someone opens a door if they have a thought if they're going somewhere if they answer their phone it's insane and i'm wondering if this is a korean drama thing i've never seen such a high ratio you see have you've watched korean dramas right yeah do they all use slow motion constantly i mean it's it's definitely common it's wild it definitely depends on the show though I've literally been yelling at my TV to speed it up. It's uh, so frustrating. There's a funny um, show called Drama World on Netflix. I think mm. it was a Netflix original um, where it's about a girl who loves uh, K-dramas and then gets sucked into the world of K-dramas. That <laughs> sounds incredible. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. Um, oh I think my it's very God. short, too. You said it's called Drama World? Yeah. And she's just like, and she's this white girl that's just like, wait a minute, blah, 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 isn't supposed to go out with, you know, blah, blah, you know, with her. She should end up with, you know, X other person. It's pretty funny. Um, but it's old. I'm, not, I'm actually not sure if it's still on Netflix anymore. I watched it a couple of years ago. Um, this sounds incredible. Well, I've only seen two. It started with the Extraordinary Attorney one and then this one. So I'm still a baby when it comes to K-dramas. Um, but I also just like law ones. There's another one that is like an attorney one, but it's about like judges, like punishing delinquent children. It, it had a real weird vibe. So I didn't, I didn't watch that one. Oh, you know what? I'm lucky out drama world season two will come out. Oh, mm. it should have come out already. Uh Oh, it's not, it's not on Netflix now. Uh Oh, Anyways, well, Drama World's pretty fun. Andy, you'd like it. It's now fun. I'm going to have to watch it. I love of K-drama. I'm all about those K-dramas. Well, oh, I tried. Oh, hmm? Something about aging white men in K-dramas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. Well, I'll say this. I, the, the thing that is, the thing that's appealed to me is number one, at least in the ones I've seen, they're like a longer format. Like they're normally like an hour, 10, hour, 20. So it like gives you enough time to sit in the story and enjoy it. Um, And then also they're all about, God, I don't know what it is. It's the twists and the turns 
and it's just so it's just it's it's like it passed a story through like a machine and it knew exactly how to capture you over and over and over again they're wonderful they're wonderful thrilling even i love it i love it although i don't know if i'm going to watch more after vincenzo they 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 take up a lot of time that's all i'm going to say yeah but you enjoyed every minute I did. Well, no, not the slow motion parts. I it was. I genuinely did yell at my TV. I'm so frustrated with those slow motion parts. It's so annoying. Yeah, but, well, that might be your saving grace. But Andy, mm, you might have that problem. A you big know what problem. doesn't have that problem? What? Last of Us on HBO Max. And I was just about to say, yeah. Wait, oh. you're telling me there's no slow motion? No, no, I don't think so. I can't think of slow motion. That's there's only been two episodes so far. So. I can't watch another yeah. thing of slow motion. How long are the episodes? An hour ten, hour and twenty. Uh, they, th- they, they, they're meant to vary. Mm, but yeah, like the next episode's going to be an hour twenty. Yep. This is sounding like a K drama improved. Oh yeah. With my two <laughs> criteria. <laughs> or Andy, at Nick least Offerman's going to be in the next episode. I don't know who that is. Ron from Parks and Rec. Uh, I have no attachment to him. Yeah, that's okay. That's it. That actor does just play Ron from Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who he's gonna play. Well, hey, I'm. Are you guys are really Bill. enjoying the show? Yeah. Oh, it's so the, good. The show. So the show good. is really good. I, the and you know, to be fair, right? People who have played The Last of Us can. I think we could all agree this. The Last of Us story is probably the best story to adapt to a show or film. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think it, you know, it's an interesting point. I can't, I'm trying to think of a video game that had a better story. Yeah. Well, and like, plus they have good people. They, they have Neil Druckmann, the original director of the game and the guy who did Chernobyl, Craig Mazin. Chernobyl's so uh, good. Yeah. So, and Craig was just like, yeah, you know, we thought it was very important for this and this and this, and it feels correct for the from the game without saying make it gamey. Uh, it is very good. You will everyone. I, I, you could just not you you could not watch Last of Us and still find it great. I and, I literally had a PowerPoint like presentation to my girlfriend, at, you know, as I watched it to be like, and this is where they took from this scene from the game, and this is how they did it, and it's still really good. I I did that for like twenty minutes. <laughs> the cool thing too is because like, and I've seen people talk about this in the game, you're literally playing as Joel and or Ellie at some points, um, but this because it's television they can actually just completely switch away and tell a completely different sure. story without it being weird. Sure. So you're getting all these little vignettes about things that are happening outside of like the Joel and Ellie sphere. Mm. And it, it's so good. Um, Charles, uh, Neil Druckmann said um, later this season, there's going to be an adaptation of the story he wrote about Ellie's mother. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And it's, it was supposed to be like a DLC or like a comic book, but it never got made. Mm. But they're like, oh, we could fit this perfectly into the television show. Oh, cool. Mm. Listen, is there a scene where they're fighting with people and then he uses a shotgun and blows off someone's face? Oh, and everyone oh, yeah. stands up and applauds. Well, Andy, let me tell you, without spoiling anything else, um, there was a comment I saw on Twitter uh, that I really liked uh, from another gaming person, personality, that was like, the TV show Last of Us proves that the canon way to play the game is to start out sneaking, getting caught, and then firing wildly at everything once you're <laughs> <laughs> once you've been found. That's like, right. Oh. I, like, yeah. I remember throwing a lot of bricks oh, and bottles. Important. Mm-hmm. But you know, yes, The Last of Us on HBO Max definitely recommend everybody watch it. Let me oh. tell you guys about some really strange niche incident on the mobile gaming uh, space. I need to hear this, Charles. So, you know, gacha games, games where you roll for a chance to obtain rare characters or items mm. and anything else, mm-hmm. um, require a game currency in order to roll, basically, you know, sure. to to have a chance to obtain the item. Mm-hmm. So, like, in a certain game, it's um, gems, you know, or your candy crushes or whatever else or, 
you know, it's like you need 20 gems to pull and you have a chance to continue or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple ways that gacha games um, have you earn that currency. Okay. Uh, one of the various ways is, hey, press this, watch an ad for 30 seconds and we'll give you a small amount of currency. Sure. Normally like one two hundredth or one <laughs> one hundredth of a of a full pull. Um, you know, to get items. And how much in like dollars would that be? <laughs> so in this example that I have, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius War the Visions or War the Visions Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Which is just like um, a tactics game, right? Yep. After <laughs> um, they have this system called the Offer Wall. And mm-hmm. working with a third party group, you basically can t- do tasks like a, like a Fiverr job board. Sure. And, y- and in exchange, you will get game currency. Okay. For some reason, and, and like here's like, for instance, the size of reward would be um, go download AFK Arena and play a game. You will get 10 or 20, 30 gems. How whatever. interesting. Right? To do a 10 pull, it is 2,000 gems. Okay. All right? To do one pull, it is 200 gems. Okay. There was seemingly a glitch that's been up for three days mm-hmm. that doing one task can give you up to 4,000 <gasps> to 150,000 gems oh oh no and because the economy yeah (laughs) because the offer wall is ran by a third party and the task can involve real money transactions like go buy this thing like it's like the tasks are very varied and wild um it complicates what's happened with this issue uh with this current issue for the game Mm -hmm. because people have heard about it and then have been getting millions upon millions of game gems. Oh my God. For the past couple of days, the, the game makers have only recently cut off the, the link to that job wall um, offer wall. And so the problem is this game relies on PVP. Okay. And with, with suddenly millions <laughs> yeah. of in-game currency, players now have a chance to just throw money at all their problems in the game. If oh. they don't have enough units, they could spend you know a fraction of what they just got to get all these strong, powerful units, get mm. duplicates to power them up, do everything. They could throw money at the pro- at their problems for the next like years. Wow. Like it is, how they fix that? (laughs) It's a very unique like issue. That Um, is, um, and And everyone it was so for so long. Like, how do you not catch that immediately? Well, I I think because this offer wall is a third party that um they didn't see the influx right away. Gotcha. Uh, And it's just like because these people don't get the gems uh, instantly after they do a task. It has to get verified by the third party Mm. and then sends it over. And like because, you know, some of these tasks require you to have, you know, buy something Mm -hmm. and like it. Maybe you send a receipt or do whatever. Right. There's all these verification that's delayed. And so they (laughs) it was up for a few days and then they just got people got this windfall. And so now the question is, like, what do you do? Do you roll it back? Do you, like, just ban everyone that tried to exploit it? And like, how do you know, and, you know anybody exploited it, like, really? Because, you know, some people just do these every day without looking, mm-hmm. right? If they did just the row, they could make millions. Um, and you so, introduce a new currency <laughs> with a one-time transfer yeah. that has diminishing returns is probably yeah. the best way I can say to solve it. But well, well, my 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 thought would be to actually um in, actually follow inflation, which is flood the market <laughs> with even more, and then increase the cost of pulls to hundreds of thousands. Just make it like yen. <laughs> yeah. Didn't this happen with like oh there was a couple like Neopets this happened with right, and there was a. 
There was another one. Um, it was like an anime kind of game. I think it happened with Maple Story and like some other stuff where their economies go wild. But is flooding it with more money the answer? I mean, I because the thing is, I don't know what's a good answer. I feel like because this third party is there, it's not very simple to just be like, take it back. Because people have put in real money for oh, some of those tasks, right? Sure. Like, who do you... like? I. I'm sure there's a way. You could also just boot force it, right, and roll it back. But, like, how do you... I was thinking just roll it back and then have, like, a forgiveness event. Like, where, I don't know, you know, you you level the playing field. But I don't know how any of this stuff works. But, like you said, if real money was involved on this third-party board, how do you take care of that? Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a very interesting problem. I just thought... Like I've not seen a mobile game in crisis in this, such a way because now anybody that was into PvP and spent money over years playing this game are just like, well, we're going to lose. We can't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like You just invalidated everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's like any long-term player is suddenly just can't win. They're just gone because they won't be able to make any units or have anything. That's so disheartening. Now, I think in um, Neopets, when they ran into stuff, they were able to target accounts that exploited it. Um, and they did various things. I, I wonder, mean, that depends on their internal tracking rate. Right, like, right, right. You'd have to have the metric. But I'm assuming they have the metric, or at least they plug in to report on, you know, the average user is getting X amount of crystals from third party actions like there's. Yeah, be. but you don't want to you don't want to piss off your whales, Andy. That's where you make your money. No, the whales are mad. No, I but I'm assume. saying right. But if you, you can't do anything by average because average, you want the whales. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Oh, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know what like data points they have. So. Charles, with all of this, I'm assuming the the community is talking. Has Square said anything? Uh, so technically, Square is not the main developer for this game. It's another go- company called Gumi. So Gumi, and then is Gumi using a third party for the 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 board as well, the Fiverr board? Yeah, yeah. It's called the Offer Wall. So <laughs> not only is Gumi developing, but then Gumi is using someone else for the Offer Wall. Mm-hmm. So a third party of a third party. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's pretty messy. So, uh, it's an interesting problem. I just thought it was a, How I just thought it'd be this? a fun topic, just because, I I'm not sure, like the, um, I've not seen a mobile ga- gacha game get into this type of crisis. <laughs> this is wild. This is wild. Well, yeah. This is terrible. This, are there any other games that do like this offer wall thing? Because this seems very new to me. It's um, I've seen a couple other games, um, but I've not. I I don't think it's common. Like I think of all the times I play mobile games, I've seen only two others do like an offer wall setup. Mm. And I, in for my part, I tend not to do them because I'm just like, I don't want to fill out a survey for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. That's. Yeah. That's. That's wild. What's the consensus been on in the community, like on Reddit and stuff? I mean, or has there been any? I mean, there's been uh, a large group of like PvP players that have been mad, and are just trying to be like, you know, saying people with a lot of money, you know, a lot of this currency can't won't necessarily affect the immediate game over the next couple days. Sure, but as new characters get introduced. Mm. all those people with large amounts of currency will get all the new characters Mm -hmm. and they will Mm -hmm. be able to get all the duplicates to power them up and do everything day one because they'll have all the currency to spend it on it now another question Mm -hmm. is there are people well number one have people come forward and said yes i exploited it and i have millions of crystals oh people on the subreddit are just posting pictures of their stashes now so then are people then defending that they keep it? Uh, <laughs> that's it. I, I think they've been smart and not trying to say necessarily, hey, keep it. They just say, look what I got. <laughs> sure. 
Because um, I would be, I'd imagine, especially for the whales and everyone else, you would just be pissed if all these people got it for nothing. And then it turns into that thing. It's like, well, you gave it to me. You have to honor it. You know, like I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious if the community is supporting the people who exploited it or if there's like infighting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, in either case, it can't stand. Something has to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the. I feel like the developer for this game is going to have to come up with some agreement with the third party offer wall and be like, "Give us the data about the people who spent money." Yes, and you know, and then come up with an answer from there. Yeah, there's people who spent you know actual money from that offer wall, and then to them, whatever legal things they have to sign out for it. I don't know. I just are feel people like, leaving you know, the game because of it? Uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's people saying they're going to leave the game, but you know, <laughs> they, you they know always say that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that worked with, uh, well, I think that's a topic we'll have later, yes. um, to transition into, but that worked with OGL mm-hmm. enough people leave. Yeah. But you know, I'll let, you know, everybody, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll tell you about what happens when a mobile game suddenly no longer has a premium currency to hold over to users. <laughs> Been, I think this is fascinating. It's and, another and, another delightful excursion into Charles's casino corner. <laughs> casino corner. <laughs> I think that's the perfect description. Uh, yeah. Charles knows a how predictable to play the life house. is boring. Everybody just let's <laughs> let it ride. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Listen, the field bet is not a safe bet, but it's a fun bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Charles, do you feel comfortable enough to say if you exploited it? Uh, I will tell you if I if I had known about it, I would have exploited the hell out of it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Charles has no shame, Andy. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. What if you have clout? I don't know. Uh, like, well, so the thing is, everybody, I need you to understand. I have an immigrant mentality. You have to use, <laughs> use every advantage you get. I I, I get oh. it. I hear it. <laughs> Take everything you can because mm-hmm. no one will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Charles from Casino Corner. Keeping you plugged in. Keep us up to date. Absolutely. Well, I think. Well, yeah. So let's talk. Let's let's transition then from one game completely mm-hmm. screwing itself to another game completely screwing. Yes. Itself. And Wait, well, it? I mean, maybe we'll see. Probably still, though. Uh, we talked a little about this last week, the end of the draft. Um, <laughs> Wizards oh, of yeah. the Coast, Wizards of the Coast, i.e. Hasbro, mm-hmm. really just kind of stepped in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like the first story in the year. Good for them. Um, yeah. So if you may or may not have heard about this, Wizards of the Coast are the purveyor of Dungeons and Dragons, the official tabletop. Uh, was it TTRPG game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is... It's the one everyone thinks of when you play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, right? Um, so what goes on with this is that they created an open game license mm-hmm. way back when. Like 20 years ago. 20 years ago. That's right, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that open game light, ah, the open game license allows third parties to create written projects such as adventures, rule book, or rule books using the D system owned by Wizards of the Coast and basically profit off them. So, more or less, like you can't take the book rules they have and just reprint them and get money. But if you want to create like an errata where you have like a bunch of like custom character classes or a custom setting and all that, you can print that and be like, this works with D&D 5e because, or, or not 5, I mean anyone, because this originally started in like 2000. So that would have been 3.5, I think, right? I think it yeah. was 3.5 they built out. And actually, yeah. as I understand, it caused a lot of problems when it came out because a lot of people released stuff. And then, like, the market kind of crashed, and then it equalized and it ended up being a very good thing. Yeah. It's the and, equivalent and of being able to license uh, fan fiction and just be mm-hmm. like, I'll sell it. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is actually and, like Dojins. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Dojins being Japanese comic fan fiction, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is huge in Japan if you're not familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and this also 
made for things with like video games and things like that to use Dungeon and Dragon systems and stuff like that. So it it, it kind of helped propel Dungeons and Dragons further into the zeitgeist, right? And one of the things too is that this will never be here revoked was written into the uh, open game license. Uh, basically saying we're doing this and we will never take it back Mm -hmm. except (laughs) uh, this January Uh, at the beginning of January 23, a revised version of the OGL was apparently leaked to uh, Linda Kodega at IO nine. The time of the leak, basically the new OGL went invalidated the original OGL, Mm -hmm. meaning it could no longer be used. Um, stopped any D&D related NFTs and POC chains, which honestly, that's not a bad thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> allowed termination of license for content that is blatantly racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, business, otherwise discriminatory. Also not evil, but still. Stated that D&D publisher Wizards of Coast must be notified about and receive any report on earnings of all monetized content. content basically going, hey, we made this much money off it. And D&D goes, that's not enough. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you can be fine. They go, you made how much? Oh, well, all right. Um, yeah. And this is to the next point, which is projects using the OGL, which earn over $750,000 per year, must pay Wizard a royalty fee of 25%, oh which is a ridiculous <laughs> surface fee. Um, uh, or 20% if funded through Kickstarter for all income beyond that point. So you, you get your first uh, three quarters of a mil free, but after that, Wizard wants its cut. Um, and then Wizard also gets a right to use all the content you write in any way they want <laughs> in mm-hmm. perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, that's a little more restrictive than the original OGL. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um this led I'm, I'm reading this article from games radar by the way um this led to widespread controversy which the industry figures to cry at the change and over six sixty thousand people have signed an open letter condemning these alterations a major dev then decided to break away from D to create its own tabletop rpg pathfinder um publisher paizo announced a new open game license um that they will try to get going to to help do this um pathfinder is kind of like a i don't want to say a companion system to dungeons and dragons it's basically kind of like a fork right um there are a bunch of people took the idea of dungeons and dragons their original members of the wizards of coast team and went hey we're going to implement this system with all the things we want to do and that's how we got pathfinder which is good or bad depending on how you feel about pathfinder um and a lot of people we're so mad about this. They canceled their uh, D&D Beyond subscriptions. So many so that it crashed the page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> um, this also came earlier from earnings reports where Hasbro said that the uh, Dungeons and Dragons sector of Wizards of the Coast was uh, under monetized. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there haven't been any statements from. Well, there was a statement. From Critical Role, uh, <laughs> yeah, very, very, yeah, very, uh, very vague. Um, also, Just Dimension Twenty, <laughs> yeah, Dimension Twenty. But to be fair to both Dimension Twenty and Critical Role, they probably have contract and license deals with Wizards of the Coast, and it's kind of hard to just suddenly go out and start shitting on them when mm-hmm. you have large contracts with them that probably validate many people's livelihoods, which now, I understand. Now, here the one thing I thought was interesting about that was um, with Acquisitions Incorporated, uh, which also was able to get a book um, published through Wizards with their mm-hmm. own change. Uh, one of the co-founders, um, uh, Tycho, uh, which is uh, Jerry Holkins, uh, was talking about how for their games that they do at PAX, which is one of the more like what, what do you call it, like big tent events. During the convention is like one of the most popular events that happens and Wizards doesn't pay them for it. <laughs> like there's no like things about it. And so, so they are very publicly uh, decrying the whole decision and saying it is very stupid mm-hmm. and bad. So I am interested a lot in to know what type of contracts like groups like uh, guys from Dimension 20 or Critical Role have on like what they can and cannot say. Yeah, that could be, is D and D like an official sponsor of, um, critical role? 
I feel like they work very closely together. I mean, like they Critical Role's campaign got published with D and um, I don't know what else they do. Sure. I guess I wouldn't. I yeah. I'm sure that statement went through a couple attorneys um, just to make sure they don't burn bridges. I remember reading something that like people were like, if you read between the lines, they they are super brave. And I'm like, I whatever. Oh, when you include be- read between the lines, I would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like no, no. Now you're just looking for stuff. They didn't. They didn't stand up to bl- or um to wizards. So whatever. But like you said, James, so many people canceled yep. that it brought down the cancellation whatever page. As I understand, they actually removed the link to navigate to it on the site. Um, I was reading a little bit into that. And then um, Wizards retracted. Well, <laughs> they kind of retracted. Sure. To, to be fair, they never released the OGL. This was a link. Um, or this was a leak, excuse me. But, but the, the draft that they sent out to all these different third parties, they included something for them to sign to agree to it. That's true too. So it wasn't that it was necessarily a draft. They were asking people to agree to it. Yeah. Not their input. Um, yeah. yeah. In Wizards recanted version of the OGL soon followed the new OGL saying uh, will not contain any royalty structure or royalty fees, does not include financial reporting or registration requirements, clarifies the creators own their content, states that anything already released in the original OGL is unaffected, says that live stream virtual tabletops and actual plays aren't affected. That was also another thing we glossed over things like Roll20 and uh, Virtual Tabletop Forge also are dependent on that OGL to work as mm-hmm. well. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure it, that's the reason they did this was to make money. So they literally lost the reason they did this. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. They had a very half-hearted kind of statement basically saying where it's like, you know, I'm glad that we could both come to this agreement oh, and we oh, get both what we yeah. wanted out of it. <laughs> Hold on, James. No, I got it. It's seared into my soul at House. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, find it for the me, very Charles. End of this response from from Wizards. Uh, yeah, they were. They came back and said, "That's it." A couple of last thoughts. First, we won't be able to release the new OGL today because we need to make sure we get it right. But uh-huh. but it is coming. Second. You're going to hear people say that they won, they won, and we lost because making your voices heard forced us to change our plans. Those people will only be half right. They won, and so did we. <laughs> Which is like, I, what are you I trying can't. to say? And that was the end of their fucking response. Yeah. Like, why yeah. would you even add that stupid line to be like, uh, by the way, guys, you're, it's not that you were right, okay? We were right, all of us, <laughs> oh, <laughs> together. I said I sent you guys that TikTok, which was the uh, the after credit scene from uh, Ragnarok, where Jeff Goldblum's character is like, "Hey, I'm glad I could be a part of this revolution. You can't have a revolution without somebody to overthrow." <laughs> 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 um, I I, yeah. I literally can't imagine the tone deafness to produce that. I. D- did they think they were doing something like that? They, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they had to release another statement <laughs> because that one was so bad. And the next one actually, I think, is a little bit better. Not that it saves anything, but it it just it's just like why didn't you send this one to begin with? Did they gag the person the person over the writer's shoulder finally? I just <laughs> keep them away from the writers. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, but they basically just they did the whole thing. It was like we care about the game as much as you do. Blah 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 blah. It was just a draft. It was just a draft. But we're gonna put the OGL into play testing. So now they're going to be revising it and asking people to review it and submit feedback. And I think in their original one, they're like, that was our plan all along, which was a thousand percent lie. Um, So but now they're doing it. So we'll see where it goes. I do not know if it's enough to win people back. I don't know. Um, I would say, too, that, yeah, Hasbro 
this is not the only vertical that Hasbro has been cracking down on. Mm. Um, I follow uh, several people who are Transformers fans and specifically collect like Transformers, uh, whatchamacallem, not models. They're not action I, figures I, either. I mean, really? that You want to call them action figures? Yeah, Just I don't, figurines? right? I, figurines might be the best way to... I don't know what you. I don't know what you would necessarily call them. I, either way, they collect transformers, um, and the quality of the transformers and the prices for the transformers have been steadily going up over the mm-hmm. past couple of years, irrespective of all the supply side issues and things like that. But so Hasbro's really clamping down on kind of squeezing money from all their nerd properties. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. And a friend that I have it because Hasbro does Star Wars too, right? Correct. Um, they've been really messing with the collector's market um, in terms of like, I don't know. They're just releasing so much so frequently and so many variants. And now they're also releasing their products in ba- or in packaging with like no windows on it. So you can't see what the quality is of it. Um, and so quality control has gone down. So you're having things released with like, um, like poorly printed faces uh, and like damage and stuff. Um, and you're just flooding the market so much that just like everybody's falling behind and it's completely blowing everything up. They got really greedy. They're doing like the rock band thing or whatever it was where you just keep releasing more and more and more and more and more and more. And now everybody's getting sick of it. Um, you two would know this better than I am, but I, I feel like I've heard some rumblings too, that the pricing for magic has been going poorly lately. Uh, the past couple of years, James, let me tell yeah. you, I, I quit magic. Like, Oh, did, I don't think I knew ago. that, that you actually quit magic. I thought you just were like, I am, that's it. Exploring other games. couple of years. Yeah. That's it. I quit magic. Hmm. That's it. It's just, and I, the, the problems are still the same. Uh, they have increased the number of sets that release every time mm-hmm. they create a lot of collectible specialty sets. Uh, and product releases and um, their secret layer where they do like limited edition alternate art uh, types of releases on cards that are still playable um, that have already been printed before Um, they come out they cost hundreds of dollars for four cards or three cards or one card um, because that's how they want to make money the current uh, controversy with magic right now or for from this year was the Magic 30 uh, collection where they charged an exorbitant amount of money for cards with a different Magic the Gathering back, which essentially makes it not tournament legal, and they still charge hundreds of dollars for. Um, no, it's been pretty bad, and a lot of people are mad all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, so I don't know. Yeah. And, and I mean, I decided this back to D&D, too. People are like, oh, this OGL, the new OGL is better, right? But they basically expressed that, yeah, we can release this one, but then in five years we can just release another one and change all these things, and maybe we won't listen to you next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James, so. James, you want to know what's in the Magic 30th Anniversary Collection? 13. <laughs> Illuminate me. 13 modern frame cards, one rare, three uncommons, seven common, two basic lands, two retro frame cards. One card of any rarity with a 30% chance of rare, one basic land. And then one token with the limited edition alpha art with the non-legal card back. How much, James, do you think that would cost? $120. $1,000. Holy shit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Why? It's not even... Ter- it's not even tournament legal. <laughs> yeah, you can't even play them. And it's uh, randomized. It's it's a booster pack. It's a James. booster I pack. Just read I, was, a I, was card booster pack. I was comparing it to like elite trainer boxes and Pokemon cards, and those usually run like one twenty to two hundred dollars. Yeah, one booster pack, random cards, a thousand dollars. Jesus fucking Christ! And then I read something. Yeah, it, it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. I I read something that. So it's obviously such an enormously bad deal, like in a slap in the face, but they sold out very, very quickly. Um, and I was reading a thing about how it does. It might not even be fans that actually bought it, but scalpers who bought it 
relisted it and no one's buying it. And so just like they've completely screwed themselves over. But Wizards doesn't care. They got their money. Um, but nobody well, this wants is the, it. Uh, this is the same thing as the uh, graphic card crypto mining uh, pipeline, mm. which is the co- the car, you know, the cards are specifically for one thing, like, you know, playing games or for fans. Right. But there's the secondary market that will pay in exorbitant amount amounts for it. So the company just slowly starts going, you know what? Maybe we can just kind of leverage that market a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny joke about the entire thing with magic is that Wizards of the Coast was uh, has still never fully acknowledged the secondary market. Like, ah, uh, anyways, I could, I could come up with an entirely new podcast just to talk about. Well, how much I hate Hasbro who owns wizards <laughs> and has been squeezing their golden gooses. Yeah. You got to get that bag. Well, let's move on from uh, one dying game to a dead mm. game. Oh, that's right, baby. Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. Is disassembling. Ooh. As everyone was running to type as soon as they heard the news. The <laughs> 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 second they heard that news, it's like, I got a headline. I got a I They probably had that headline for about a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, in a statement posted January 20th to our amazing community after two and a half years and in introducing 12 of Earth's mightiest heroes following. Um, following update 2.8 on March 31st, we will no longer add new content or features to Marvel's Avenger. All official support for the game will end on September 30th, 2023. Even after official support ceases on September 30th, both single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. See below for more information. Update 2.7, which added the Winter Soldier Hero and Cloning Lab Omega Level Threat, is the last new content to be added to the game. No new cosmetics are coming to the market. Cosmetics are coming to the marketplace, and all final balance updates will occur in the Mar- Update 2.8 patch in March. Along with the end of development, we'll also be turning off the Cosmetics Marketplace. When Update 2.8 launches on March 31st, credits will no longer be purchasable, and all remaining credit balances will be converted to in-game resources to aid ongoing adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. As a show of our appreciation to the community, starting March 31st, we will make all the games marketplace challenge card and shipment cosmetic content available to all players for free. Every single outfit, takedown, emote, and nameplate for the marketplace challenge cards and shipments will be free to all players from this date onwards if you own a copy of the game. We know this disappointing news to everyone in our community. <laughs> has such a connection to these characters and their stories. We're so, so grateful that you came with us on this adventure. Your excitement for Marvel's Avengers, from your epic photo mode shots, to your threads theorizing who the next heroes would be, to your Twitch streams, has played a large part in bringing this game to life. We hope you continue to play and enjoy Marvel's Avengers. We can't thank you enough for your support and for being part of our super team. Eh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I... uh, Famously convinced Charles to buy Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I still hold that it is a really good single player story, and it just got bogged down by trying to become a games as a service. Um, I'm very curious what the game's going to be like when they. Uh, I didn't see it in here, but I saw something where like time gating and all that shit's going to be removed as well. So. I'm really curious what the experience is going to be like for this game when it's just like just have everything. I wonder if it'll be like Marvel's Midnight Suns, which uh, Charles and I have been playing and really feels like it was designed to be a games as a service game. And then they saw the writing on the wall from Avengers and went, why don't we just release this and not get the backlash? Yeah. Good idea. (laughs) Don't fuck around. Yeah. So another games as a service died. It didn't go as quickly as Babylon's Fall, which I think is our current champion for That's fastest to death. Hold a record, yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was definitely they. They never really kind of recovered from that launch with all the bugs. Mm-hmm. And then 
they just couldn't get content out fast enough, which I think is really the curse of like a lot of these games as a service. They're like, we're going to make games as a service. Okay. And when's your second content patch is going to be after release? Maybe six to eight months. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work, my friend. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's the, so that, see, that's the interesting part, right? I, I don't think companies fully understand what it really means to be, to be a games as a service. Um, and surprisingly, despite what we talked about earlier, mobile gacha games know how to do games as a service uh, with their content drops and how they put things out. Um, They're damn near weekly for some games, aren't they, Charles? Yep. Yep. It's on a timer. Like Genshin Impact, every three weeks, there's a new update. And there's like, and there's all these events that give you free currency and do all this stuff. And um, let's say Fire Emblem uh, Heroes, there is two to three events that happen every month and then like wow. and like four four new uh drops of heroes that come in in a month so like one every week ish time frame that's it i it's it's fairly frequent like because they want you in there and spending money and doing mm-hmm. stuff while playing so yeah. mm-hmm. um and yes i understand the platform console games are, they are harder to develop for you can't just do something but that's why you don't release until you know you have this stable backlog of content coming um because like you said james right marvel avengers came out and then like was it like two to three months four months oh it was more it was more it was because they had to spend the first three to four months fixing the game right because it was buggy yep just wild just wild it's It's, these games are so ambitious and yet like so like have like unearned confidence it's just weird just weird i mean of all the games that have unearned confidence a marvel game probably is the most reasonable one (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um will suicide squad be the next failure (laughs) we'll see oh um i don't know did we talk about that um a leaked image of suicide squad kill the justice league came out and it it really seemed games as a servicey, um, which would be new for Rocksteady. I don't know. Um, I ha- I trust Rocksteady, but then I also trusted Crystal Dynamics. So hmm, we'll see. <laughs> uh, where are we on time? We're pretty long in the tooth, actually. I think. Yeah, yeah we're my, forty eight minutes. My gadget is um, pretty so big. much important. Yeah. Well, I think so. Let's maybe kind of just gloss over these last three or maybe the last two. We can <laughs> we'll see if we get to the last one um, from as you may or may not be aware. Uh, <laughs> the tech industry is just cutting jobs left and right. Yeah. Um, and Microsoft was no uh, exclusion to that. And they cut a large amount of their gaming uh, mm-hmm. staff specifically from 343 Industries and from Bethesda, too, actually. Um, I didn't hear too much about where it came from Bethesda. I have to imagine it was from the Fallout 76 team, but... (laughs) Yeah. Um, They need to take those guys out back. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cannoli. (laughs) And I wonder, Uh, too, that Mass Effect one, maybe they cut people from that. That would be EA. Mass Effect is EA. No, the not... What was it? Star something? Star Citizen. Starfield? Yeah. Starfield. Oh yeah, Starfield. Wasn't that Bethesda? Yes, but that's not out yet. They're not oh. going to cut people from an unreleased project. Oh, they're probably. going to. <laughs> well, who knows? Oh. They had ten thousand jobs. I guess all of all, all over all of Microsoft. But so this led to a lot of interesting conversation of like, wait, so what's going on? If you cut like a large part of three four three, are you just gutting three four three? Is it not going to be creating Halo anymore because Infinite did not land well again? Games as a service failure. Did not have the content to really like it did not have the content it needed when it came out. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. There was nothing to do one month after the game was out. So and it didn't on. have co-op, which they yeah. kept promising. They still don't have yeah. co-op. <gasps> <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. I, and again, too, right? That's that weird thing, right? Last year, Halo Infinite, right? Or like and early of the late late two years ago, I guess. Right. Halo Infinite. And it didn't make any less. People did not talk about that game for a fucking game of the year or anything. It's like, oh, God, no, yeah. they had no accolades to it. And it's a flagship game 
Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, so I really, de- <laughs> I definitely was like, yeah, three, four, three probably shouldn't. <laughs> um, and it got, there was enough comments about this in the news and rumor mill that three, four, three actually had to come out and release this statement. Um, Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. Uh, Pierre Heinz, I think Heinz, I don't know, studio head. Um, <laughs> it's never a good thing when you have to come out with a tweet saying, no, 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 we're still making it. <laughs> oh, that's just, oh. <laughs> just sad, honestly. Um, also a lot of dirty, uh, laundry is obviously coming out, uh, with these. I mean, that's again, not unique to Microsoft, but you know, when you lay off a bunch of people, uh, oh, they laid off people from the coalition too. How interesting. Um, I didn't know that, but, uh, you get people talking about what went on there. Um, and you have some people, former developers going, talking about kind of the shit that happened and incompetent, ah incompetent management Mm -hmm. at 343 and Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Um, Just some quotes from the top. The layoffs at 343 shouldn't have happened. Halo Infinite should be in a better state. The reason for both those things is a competent leadership up top during Halo Infinite development causing massive stress on those working hard to make Halo the best it can be. And quote, uh, next quote, the people I worked with every day were passionate about Halo and wanted to make something great for the fans. They helped push for Halo and got laid off for it. Um, Dev still there working hard on that dream. Look at Forge. Be kind to him during this awful time. Uh, Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As a Halo fan, I'm really tired of Microsoft business practices and policies slowly killing the thing I love. Between the contracting policies, they abuse for tax incentives and layoffs in the face of gigantic (laughs) profits, executive bosses. They set Halo for failure. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um uh one thing that came out to Microsoft laid out 10,000 people. Um the day before they announced those layoffs, they had a private concert with Sting for their top level executives. Oh my god. No. <laughs> it's like, man, you guys little optics. <laughs> wow. Mhm. Oh, I just knew that like one of the guys, I don't know if it's the CEO or whatever, but he was like paid like over 25 million last year. It's just like these guys get millions and millions for firing people. It's wild. It's wild. There's no such thing as an ethical billionaire, Andy. Was um who's the guy that we all love? Iwata? Didn't he, he was like- not a billionaire. Okay, I figured he wasn't a billionaire. I remember. I think he went down to like a dollar salary or whatever. I mean, a lot of them do that because they leverage stocks and all that. But did Iwata do it? (laughs) I guess I would. I think Iwata famously, yeah, that was like Iwata famously took like a big pay cut when something went bad. Maybe it was just a pay cut. Maybe it wasn't a dollar. Yeah, wasn't it like uh, when... I think it was, was the it when the, the Wii, Wii U bombed. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it was the Wii U. In order to mm-hmm. keep everybody, he he took the pay cut, right? I mm-hmm. think that was it. Which I thought was yeah, because I don't think they fired anybody, um, as least as far as I understand or the story goes. Um, I, don't, I don't. You generally don't hear a ton of layoffs from Nintendo. It's definitely happened. Yeah, um, they sit on so much cash that if they're too. starting to fire people, it's like you have so much money, liquid money. Um, but yeah, Iwata was a good one. Um, also just to talk about content drought, um, Halo Infinite's next big update is season three echoes within the coming of March this year. So it launched November, 2021. What? Uh, wait, when did it launch? Wow. It's been that long. Um, when did Halo Infinite launch? Yeah. Halo Infinite is a 2021. So it launched November, 2021. March 2020-22, season two started, and now one year later, season three is starting. <laughs> I I just don't understand. I just don't understand. You can't, and here's the you thing. Can't, you can't yeah. do it, guys. You, you got you to gotta be better. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so easy for us to say. It's right. So and, but it, well, it is just, it's just also like, I think we're not talking to the developers to be like, just make content faster. Right. Right. We're talking to management be like, 
understand what you're signing up for. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you know, I'm sure all these people are overworked and nothing is shown for it, right? Right. Nothing is being shown for it, which is just so God, that's gotta be like so disheartening to be within the company and be trashed on all the time for not getting anything out, yet you're working your butt off for it. And it's just management. It's just management screwing everyone over. I don't know. It's all messed up. It is. And three four three still gonna be working on it, apparently. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I not gonna lie. Yeah, and this goes just shows my my brittle uh, heart, right? Mm. I just don't have the commitment. Mm-hmm. If I felt if I felt mm. like I would work for years on a property and it's bombed this bad, mm-hmm. I'd leave. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, nope. All right, I can't do this one. I, we got the, I well. I was Halo Three was the last good. Well, no, Reach. Reach was the last. Reach good was really good. Was yeah. Reach Bungie still? Mm-hmm. Oh. Bungie was that was the last one. Yeah. So three four three hasn't made any good ones. Five six and infinite. Yeah. Oh guys, guys! But hasn't the world grown up a bit too? Like, haven't we moved away from the Halo formula? A little bit, but doesn't mean you can't do it well. I thought that was like Infinite's goal was to like update and modernize what Halo is. Um. I mean, here's, like here's the real successful. talk. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just release a battle royale? <laughs> just, just fucking do it. They're like, no, we're not going to do it. If you did it, they would be fine. Yeah. I, I don't know why, like, it, they definitely, they could have done it so easily. Yeah. But whatever. Bad decisions. Whatever. Yeah. Didn't, like, for Fortnite... It seemed like it was almost overnight that they just decided to try the battle royale thing. Like yeah. it came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, it was like just a simple little thing to do. Yeah, let's say I was at I was in the room actually in Seattle uh, when Cliffy B um, unveiled Fortnite while it was still the tower defense game. Yeah, and everybody looked at it and went, "That's a terrible game." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we we're all excited by the no. idea. I was excited really? by it. I was like, what, cool, the it should be fun. Oh, but, like the single player? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the multiplayer too, the base yeah. building. Yeah, yeah, we like it's a Andy. Oh, I guess yeah, the base yeah. building was yeah, the base yeah. building was interesting. I don't know. It seemed kind of throw. It seemed more a tech demo when I but maybe that's just revisionist history in my mind. Um, but I, I guess the point I was trying to make was not original Fortnite. I'm talking about like it released and everybody was playing it and like it was a big deal. And then just randomly, they just released battle Royale just randomly. And then boom, it exploded. I'm saying all this just to say three, four, three, like, come on. (laughs) Like, I feel like it can't be that hard. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, but come on, just do something. Make a yeah. goofy fun mode and then build from there just to get yourself in the news again and people caring. I mean, to be fair, Battlefield made a better rail mode that fell flat on its face. So wait, really? Yeah, they did. it was in the uh, World War One one, I think. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, nobody liked it. <laughs> oh, But like for Fortnite, they didn't even change that much. Well, I mean, when Fortnite came out, there was two games. It was... It was PUBG and what was the other one? There was more Hunger Games like. Do you remember what it was, Charles? No, I don't, I don't know, know what you're thinking of PUBG. About. No, you there was another more Hunger Games. You said more. Yeah, were you like, ah, oh, god damn it, <sighs> Battle Royale? Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I only remember two modes. Well, it only released as one, and then it released the. I was just trying to say it seemed like they did it haphazardly. Just give it a try, you guys. Come on. But who H1Z1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. The zombie one was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, it was H1Z1, and there was there was also another one that I'm thinking of, too. But. Mm. Oh. Mm. I mean, they both came off of Arma, right? The Arma game? Yes, it started in Arma. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, either case, I think 343 has really dropped the ball. If I were, yeah. if I was Microsoft, I would just be like, we need to give this to somebody else. <laughs> just, yeah. 
you've had 10 years. Mm-hmm. I think it would even get more attention if they gave it to someone else. Like it just, I think everybody else would be excited too. But oh well, oh well. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Forspoken reviews are out. They're not good. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it's pretty middling. Um, it is another one of those games where nothing's bad, nothing's good either. Mm-hmm. Some things are maybe a little bad. Um, but yeah, just something where the sum of it's put like I, the parkour, um, the magic are fun, but just everything around it, not fun. So it just kind of evens out to being in meh game. That's so, too bad. Yeah. And, you know, we all dodged a bullet. None of us have first spoken. Andy, you're sitting on a sweet negative one in our other league. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping for this game to be good, honestly. I mean, I I would I was hoping it'd be good too, right? It has, you know, it features a woman, a woman of color. Mm-hmm. That's it. Play and being isekai to to a fantasy world and the mm-hmm. park. She doesn't have a hairy face, am I right? <laughs> uh let me just fix that up (laughs) but um you know it seemed like okay you can make something good out of that that'd be fun and then they just couldn't make they i don't know people just weren't creative they stopped maybe it was maybe it was because she was a woman and they were like i don't know what's their motivation i don't know how to write them that's what worries me though is that and I don't know. This is from the outside looking in, right? But it's like when things like this happen, like a game fails, but the game stars a woman and especially a woman of color. Does that mean these publishers think, oh, people don't want games that star women of color? I really hope not because that's stupid. That's my worry is that they'll think that instead of, no, we made a bad game. But they'll think like, oh, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's that it starred a woman of color. I think that's that's my fear. I think that's been the common um, fear from consumers, mm-hmm. right? Especially mm-hmm. when when talking about representation and everything else. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like if this doesn't get supported, do does it close the door on future projects? Right. You know, um, I don't know. I, I guess there's no way we can really control control that. Um, depending yeah. on you know these higher ups that make their decisions in their ivory towers. I haven't seen, though, like any reaction from like the right, though, calling the game like woke and all that stuff. So it's not it's not they're too busy uh, fighting about the green M&M shoes. Yeah, that's true. Or um, Xbox's eco settings, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, If you don't know, uh, the conservative media is upset that the green M&M wears regular shoes. Mm-hmm. And not sexy high heels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not an exaggeration. I never noticed she would. She wore it. By the way, I, ne- I had no clue that happened. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. They switch shoes, and then somebody they got mad mm-hmm. at M Ms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the right. Yeah, the right did. Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. And they and one last. Shirt. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's all right. And one last little fun story before we close it out. Um, in, our, in our political environment of classified documents being found everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I think they uh, found this, some in what's-his-face. Pence's, the guy yeah. hates women. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, article popped up. It is once again been zero days since a War Thunder player used military documents to win a, thor- a forum play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. If you're not familiar, War Thunder is a military MMO game. Uh, basically, you know, a lot of it's it's kind of a simulation game. Um, and a lot of times people who plays are military people because they like playing these kinds of games. And then they get into fights on the official forums and they'll get into fights like, that's not how this works. It should work like this. And then someone will come in and bring in fucking military documentation. Here's the spec. This is how it's supposed to work. I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, it's, uh, uh, there, I love this quote from the article. Uh, 
What's more, the poster in question tried to argue that the documents didn't break the forum's rules, completely ignorant of the fact that he broke State Department and military rules instead. (laughs) For a fighter jet that is apparently still in active service. (laughs) How did they get them? Because they work in the military. (laughs) Oh my god. It's like, you can't be that dumb. Yes, we can, Andy. (laughs) Yeah, this happened, uh, I think, in World of Tanks. This also happened a couple times where military players were like, no, 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 no. Here's the spec for these tanks. This is. (laughs) I can't believe you'd release that. That is just wild to me. Uh, Forum trolls, Andy, are going to troll. Oh, my God. Oh, it's incredible, guys. We have to understand. What a lighthearted story to end our night about. (laughs) secretly being proved to show somebody that you're right (laughs) you know i mean i wonder how many people read that and like were impressed like i wonder if that guy has clout sorry to i wonder if that person has clout on the forum listen he has a badge now okay he's just known as leaker they've got to have a badge for it now maybe they do Uh, well we'll have to find out what other classified documents mm-hmm. of military weaponry mm-hmm. has been leaked online in another episode of add to party mm-hmm. a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show i've been your host james reformed forum oh? troll hartwell you were and i've been joined by charles waiting for the release of sephiroth in war final fantasy war divisions uh yamat and i've been joined by uh andy uh k drama um mm. uh fan new fan i don't know uh k there we go. I, I like k drama k i think k that's drama k andy k yeah. drama k yeah that's a sweet one andy you keep yeah. on that i'm gonna keep on that i don't i cannot watch another one after the show though they're just andy, find, find wherever drama world is streaming now because it you'll you'll enjoy it yeah, if I can pick up the tropes now, probably. Oh, it's on a, it's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, well, there we go. Go oh, watch Drum World on Amazon Prime. Have a good night. Have a good <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>